What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. All right, well, shit, man. It's a new year. We out of Christmas. We back to the regular music and everything. So, Chris, going to get it started since all y'all been begging me about this damn Harry Potter. Let's go on and get back into this shit. Let's go into theme music. Back to normal, baby. Hey yo, Brent watching movies with Chris and Cam and talking shit about the movies with the fam. Special guest Patreon picks in the best commentary on movies because we keeping it fresh because it's What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. Chris. Anita. And for 2024, this is the home video hustle we do at Christopher. H-U-S-T-L-E, hustle. Motherfucking hustle. I'm also looking around like, what do I do with my notes? I already lost my notes. First episode of you already fucking up? No, I'm not. I got them. Everybody has been wanting it. We had to do the holiday thing because that's tradition. But all right, motherfuckers, we finally back to Harry Potter, all right? No mm-hmm. more DMs about Harry Potter. When's it happening? It's happening right now, folks. <laughs> had to cast a spell and bring it back. Flip it and reverse it on that ass. <laughs> episode 331 Harry Blood Harry Blotter Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince that's what happens when your title's too damn long <laughs> it is what the sixth movie and it came out in 2009 it's a good year it's a year I got the fuck out of high school it is two hours and 33 minutes long how much y'all think this cost to make I have no idea what the last one's cost has been too long y'all gotta figure it out <laughs> uh, I don't remember myself um I know they were going up in price. Definitely were. 200. 200. I'm going to say tree fitty. Tree fitty? Wrong! 250. How much do you think it made at the box office? Uh, At this point, it was becoming a phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon, even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Somebody got that say- one. If you, I will accept we, I- LL Cool J or Grandmaster Flash, whichever one you want. I'll take them both. We know it. We've heard you sing it a thousand times. Oh, so you're talking about Grandmaster Flash then. See, it's funny <laughs> because in my mind, I was I heard LL that time, but I normally do call Grandmaster Flash. On uh-huh. but I, she took it back to the original, so that's extra points for Anita. Oh, yay. Yay me. I'm just going <laughs> to go 400. 
No, what do you Four? say? At two? Two fifty. How much it made? Yeah, how much it made? I'm a go- Damn. I'm a go. I'm gonna just go four. Four hundred. Four hundred million. Yeah. Million. Chris, how many million you think it made? I can't talk to them. What the fuck wrong? Get it. They were making some money on these, so I'm gonna say eight hundred mil. Wrong. I don't know what the fuck Anita was thinking. This made <laughs> nine hundred and thirty-four point five million, almost a billion dollars, basically. I just thought double. They started hitting the billions in the um. It's probably the in the um, last the last one. No, yeah. I think. Hold on, no, I think the first one was a billion, wasn't it? Well, they get got back into the billions because the second one oh, dropped. Okay. I think. I was about to say, I could have swore that first one hit a billion. I remember saying that shit. Maybe I'm tripping though. I don't fucking know. But. I think the second one dropped to like 700 mil. I think I'm pretty sure this is like one of Warner Brothers' like highest grossing like film properties. Period. I said it wasn't a high budget on the second movie, but I think it's it's uh, after that first movie, uh, the second one I thought like dropped significantly. I guess because I guess moms didn't want to take their kids to it because it seemed a little too scary or something. Well, if I remember right, what it was because the first one did make one point zero two four billion, so it did. From just going by my memory, this one, the first one made a billion. The second one made like nine. It didn't make a billion, but it made like nine hundred something real close to it. But then that movie sucked. So then the third movie made a lot less because people probably was like, yeah. And then it's been slowly picking back up ever since. <laughs> that second movie dropped their ass. The one that y'all liked the most end up getting fucked over by the second movie. Still the best one. IMDb score is something point six out of 10. It is 583,874 votes. Something point six. Seven. Say seven. Six. Two sevens. And you know what? Go for it. Seven point six. Now it looks a little tougher now because that Rotten Tomatoes accumulatively at a one hundred percent. What do you think the critics thought about Harry Potter and the Half Blood Ass Prince? Uh, it it had to be certified fresh, right? Yes, on both accounts. Okay. Hmm. Eighty seven. Chris. I'm gonna say seventy six. Seventy six. Eighty-four percent, and he was almost so there. close. Eighty-four, pretty high. Audience, though, mm-hmm. I will say the hint I'll give you is that the audience did not like it as much. Yeah. That's your hints. You seventy-one. Agree yeah, to thought? Oh, a little bit. Okay. What you said was it seventy-one? Yes. Seventy-one. Chris, what you thinking? Yo, I'm gonna go seventy-six again. Seventy-six. Wrong. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight uh. percent. Close. And once again, Harry Potter and the Mud Blood Prince was directed by David Yates and starring Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grant, Emma Watson, Richard Harris, Robbie Coltrane, Alan Rickman, Warwick Davis, Richard Griffiths, John Cleese, uh, uh, Ian Hart, John Hurt, Fiona Shaw, Maggie Smith, and Julie Walters. I did not write all those names down, folks. Um, immediately, the movie begins. Some exhibit shit. Paparazzi is out there, folks. I will be... Very, very blunt right now. I don't remember what the fuck happened in the last movie, so we might need a little bit of a refresher for Brent here. What the fuck happened last? So the um the ministry was all up all up Dumbledore's ass because they didn't the believe Undertaker? Voldemort. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Wrestling reference, baby. Yeah. Ooh, Undertaker. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um so now literally he's posed himself in 4k trying to um trying to take down trying to get harry to kill um 
uh, oh girl, um, um, Sirius is, uh, uh, oh, sis- wait a minute. Is the last one where they had the, the, no. Yeah, the battle. Right. And- there was like a big battle and like mm-hmm. Harry Potter no. got fucked up and they thought he, was, he looked like he was turning evil or some shit. Is that the last one? Yeah, yeah Voldemort was trying to get it. Give him the fuck up Bellatrix for killing Sirius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do kind of... I remember this. Okay, okay. And then he turned the the glass into, like, dust. Remember, you thought that was... Oh, yeah, that was yeah, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dumbledore came in and turned it into a magic battle. I just realized, too, I got to redo the cast list because I read the wrong cast. I, I looked up the first movie to get that number, and I just read off the first movie cast list. So, to rewind... <laughs> Harry Potter and the Mud Blood Prince is starring Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, Emma Watson, Jim Broadbent, Helena Bonham Carter, Robbie Coltrane, Warwick Davis, Michael Gambon, Alan Rickman, Maggie Smith, Timothy Spall, David Toulis, and Julie Walters. How do you get that right? I know somebody be like, oh, you read the wrong. I read it. Leave me alone. You did it. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah, the paparazzi, I guess the paparazzi is just flashing up Harry Potter because they like, yo, he fucked old boy up. And so he's taking all them pictures and then you go right into the title after that. He, uh, him, him, and Dumbledore vindicated. That's right. It's cloudy skies everywhere. It's looking mad evil out here. And Chris, uh, we keep bringing this movie up, but mo- these movies keep like keep reminding me of this shit. There's a shot where you see like the actual normal people are the Muggles, I guess as they're called, sitting in their little mm-hmm. office building. And I swear this office building that they're in just looks just like Doctor Evil Starbucks lair in the second Austin Powers movie. Did you notice that? <laughs> or am I tripping? I forgot it was a Starbucks lair too. I didn't even think about that till now. That's what that shit looked like when they showed the little fart demons, wherever they are, flying through the sky and causing the fifth Final Destination movie to happen out there because they tore that bridge up just like in that movie. Oh, yeah. The Death Eaters were going going ham on some shit. Until they're Death Eaters. Okay, I didn't know if that... I forgot what the fuck those even were. I won't lie to you, folks. (laughs) I knew they were evil. That's just his crew. That's his clique. Yeah. Ain't nobody fucking with them. Ain't nobody fucking with that clique. Clique. Y'all didn't think I would make that reference, did y'all? <laughs> but yeah, they flying around causing all kind of mischief, like mischievous shit. But fuck all that, because we getting a lot of black people in this movie. This caught me the fuck off guard. Get a little black chick, got the afro popping and everything. She trying to get some of that Harry Potter dick. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Voldemort, or not Voldemort, but Dumbledore's cock-blocking ass, Harry would have been down with the swirl like a motherfucker, boy. Fucker. Ahead of the curve, too. <laughs> Interracial relationships are the thing now. But I don't, oh, now I remember they was as strong. He could have been leading that curve, folks. Hmm. Let me show you my magic wand. I got the magic stick. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had that 50 plan in this movie. I know, or I that's a little Kim song. I give her props. That's a little Kim feature in 50. I know if I get hit once, I, I get hit twice. He could have. She was waiting. <laughs> she got to work at 11 o'clock and she was waiting. Right there at the motherfucking train station or whatever that was. And Harry was legit about to go holler. But then Dumbledore was like, oh, no, 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 no. No Poonani on my watch, son. We got to go get you half murdered again. It's like every movie, but he will get his comeuppance, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> After all these times. We got people to recruit. That's right. We got to go take you to this fucking trap house. Because <laughs> he takes him to like this little... It's even leaking blood from the fucking ceiling. I ain't know what horror movie shit he just took. Look like he took him to a paranormal activity movie. Mm-hmm. Which I've only seen the first. No, I take that back. I've seen two paranormal activity movies and they both sucked. I have seen pieces of paranormal activity movies because they just never interested me. Here, let's have a fun response, Chris. How many have you seen, Anita? One. What? I actually didn't expect that. I did not. Which one did you see? The huh? first one. Oh, the first one. Okay. How'd you like it? 
You were not a whole. You despise yes. horror. So I was how did very very afraid? <laughs> Actually, not be very afraid. Sound like fucking Jeff Goldblum. But better be, be question. Very- why the fuck did you watch that? Who talked you into it? What dude did you go on a date with to go see that movie with? Did I go on a date? <laughs> I was just joking. Too. No, they might have. No, I think I went to go see it with my cousins or something. Uh, oh, the family dragged. Yeah. You. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only. I either had to be a date or my family drugged me, and I didn't want to seem like a little bitch. So I went. Damn. So that was, I think, Cameron's fucking response to why he went to go see that Friday, or not Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. His friend. Like, I know punk bitch. bitch. I know punk bitch neither. So <laughs> Anita's response. And so yeah, you saw it in the theater then. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And you were scared. I was the scared whole time, the, the whole time. I just because I remember nothing happens in that movie until the end. It was, but it's like the build up. The build up. I don't like that feeling. It's like, ooh, it's around this corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can tell you from experience, folks. There's legit times I just get out of bed to go to the bathroom and piss, and I'll scare the shit out of her. Not even (laughs) trying to. I'm just like, damn, why are you jumping? He he scares me all the time. First off, you walk so quietly. Yeah. It's annoying. There are people that are the same way. Mm Hmm. I can't help that I, I'm too smooth for the sound spectrum. It can't handle me making noise, so it just don't hear me out here. You just scared me the other day. Unknowingly, I just, I just, I gotta pee, man. Like <laughs> you in the shower, I knock. I've even knocked on the door and I come in. She no, you did not knock on the door that time because the door was open. You oh, um, came out the bedroom and you yeah. were like, "Hi," and I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> the door is open, folks. <laughs> There's even been times where I guess, well, she got between, I guess, the water and her phone plan. Or you be in there with the fucking earbud in your ear, too, (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) Oh, my earbuds are acting weird. I wonder why, folks. (laughs) I need to get some new ones. You sure do. (laughs) We have a speaker. It's right here. We do, but I take a shower. I wake up at like 5, go work out, get in the shower like 7, 7.30. Brent's still like half sleep, so I try not to wake him up. And so I don't want to. So I put my earbud in and I get in the shower so I don't wake you up. You can put that thing off and just turn it on low volume or something. (laughs) I sleep hard anyway. You do not sleep hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, there's an easy joke there, folks. I'm not going to do it. But. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But paranormal activity, not no seal of approval from Anita. It was scary. I mean, I, mean, I guess that, that was is a silver point. Approval, yeah. Yeah. I was scared. I was, I was scared. bored as hell watching that movie. <laughs> and Yo. then Brennan and Nathan made me watch the last one that came out, and that shit was... Where's that? That shit is a, a two-pack of ass. The first one for 2024, baby. But back to the half-blood prince and all that good shit. Yeah, Dumbledore cock-blocked Harry to go take him to the trap house, and there's a dude in there named Horace, and he's dressed up as a chair... A love seat, whatever you want to call. Whatever, what the fuck was he? It was a chair. Okay, I was he like, was I... right into a into a chair. Then explain this character for me, Chris, please. So, Horace Slughorn was the. Uh, <laughs> you are. Right? I'm pre- sorry. She slammed the shit out that cup like she was mad. I was like, damn. I'm sorry. Did she want me to? Did you want to explain the character? Because hey, I was like, hey, Chris, explain. She's like, boom. <laughs> you fucker. Why don't you ask me? Like, damn. I'm sorry. Shit. No. I'm right here. I thought it was. I thought I had more space. It didn't have as much space as I thought. Sorry. Yeah, damn eggnog, sorry, man. Chris. <laughs> All right, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me about horror ass. So, <laughs> horror ass. <laughs> <porn. laughs> 
I'm sorry to anyone named he, Horace. I just probably fucking was, gave some ammunition. All right, I'm sorry, Chris. Please. <laughs> he was he was the previous potions master at Hogwarts, mm-hmm. but apparently after some shit happens in this in here, he probably resigned and went went in hiding for a long time. Was is it after the Horcrux? Did the Horcrux make him run away? Probably felt guilty about that shit. What? Why the fuck did he feel guilty? He didn't like lead him to an Horcrux because he just told him what it was. Is that why he feels bad? I didn't understand when they finally do explain the dark secrets that are revealed, as the movie poster says. I don't, what the fuck? Yeah, he like, like he was to find out anyway. Like who cares? What's up, Chris? I'm sorry. <laughs> he just probably felt bad. Like at all everything he committed, he felt like it, it, it was in part a uh, part of uh, a part of because of the fact that he he murdered all those people. So that he could, so that he could make those fucking horcruxes, because he told him about it. I don't know. I'll tell the old. Grant doesn't understand because that would require someone to have, you know, sympathy, empathy, all sympathy. What is that? I I, I got sympathy for my man. I'm trying to give him sympathy. I'm like, you ain't got to feel bad about this shit. (laughs) Hey, look, man, you lead a motherfucker to water, and if they start shooting all the fish, that's on them, motherfucker. Like, (laughs) you're not wrong. Like, come on, son. If they be like, oh, somebody was like, hey, what is this? I'm like, oh, that's a gun. Like, oh, and they, they'll go shoot niggas. Like, I didn't tell them to shoot. I just told them what it was, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying, nah, I wouldn't feel that bad about it. Basically, you say if you, t- you teach him how to fish and he just brings a rifle and just says, fuck it, then fuck it. It's not on, it's not on you. Yeah, if I teach a motherfucker how to fish and he go throw some goddamn dynamite in there and blow some shit up. Like, I didn't tell that motherfucker to do that. I just said how to fish, motherfucker. So, no, fuck that. Oh, horror ass don't feel bad about it. <laughs> but he feel bad about it, though, I guess. But we'll talk more about that later, I guess. But right now, fuck all that, because Harry Dumbledore sent his ass to the Weasley's house. And he does that mm-hmm. shit where it's like, don't... It ain't Harry's fault. Because, you know, a lot of times... I remember very vividly back in the day, my my mom, we were sitting there chilling. And uh, my cousin Andrew just knocked on the door. And we was like, oh, what's up, Andrew? It was like, oh, uh, because we, we didn't know he was coming. Mom had already ordered food for us and everything. And it's like, oh, shit, I wouldn't expect another kid to be here. And he was like, oh, you, what's, what's up, man? You good? Everything? You just chilling? He's like, oh, yeah, dad just dropped me off. I'm like, oh, um, we ain't know that. Uh, <laughs> we wasn't planning for that. I mean, we love you. You can come on in, but okay. And it's kind of the same thing here. It's like, hey, a double door. Like, you better call him, motherfucker. <laughs> or send an owl or something. Like, man, we could have ordered some pizza. We ordered one pizza. <laughs> now we gotta get another one. Like, let me know when you coming by, Playboy. They, they, they probably ordered four, and now they and, and now they got a, they a short one probably. Man, look, the deal was a four for twenty, and now we gotta fuck the deal up and order a fifth one. So now it's gonna be like eighty bucks because shit costs mm-hmm. too much nowadays. You better call Domino's and get that emergency pizza, motherfucker. I should have did Gosh. that. I need to do that. I might do that. I think I I think I still got birthday rewards and shit. I just. Uh, I I I'm not near there anymore because I don't work near there anymore. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Domino's deliver, Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's be some good shit, but Domino's good as fuck. Yeah. I'll fuck mm-hmm. some Domino. I'll fuck some Domino's up right now. Oh, and I will say, Apparently. folks, I'm drinking Apparently. eggnog. I'm not drinking hard liquor this time. Don't worry, I won't get drunk like last time. Oh my goodness, that was fun. Y'all know y'all like that episode. Y'all listened back to the episode and laughed y'all asses off, didn't y'all? I know y'all did. I laughed listening back to it. Apparently we're in the minority with Domino's because apparently people people like uh, expensive ass Donato's better. She likes expensive ass Domino's better, but we ain't got that out here in Cali, so 
It's it's an arm, a leg, and two kidneys and your firstborn son just for two pizzas. I'm telling you, man, back in the day, me and Andy was out riding around. You only need one pizza. Get a salad. Exactly what I was. She just, I, you know what? She's right. You only need one pizza. And me and Andy both got one large pizza, one for me, one for him. Oh and we ate the whole gosh. pizza because that's what it does. It's, it's a good pizza for one person. <laughs> so she's right. One pizza is enough for one person. One pizza for two people. No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, nowadays, yes, I'm not as young as I used to be in my younger days. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, no. Yeah, oh, no. In the younger days, you could clear large pizza yourself. Okay. I've done that. I paid for it, but I've done it before. You eat the large pizza, do you have large shits? I love the pizza. It's so good. It is. Or have, or have, or have uh, a shit in public by accident. Whoa, what? Yeah, there's a story. <laughs> oh, I say, oh, hold on now. That was that was unexpected. You shitting on yourself yeah. in public, Chris? Let's just say, let's just say, I had a I had a large pizza the night before the SATs. Ooh, SATs, SATs. already got you stressed out. And yeah, you got I was like, and your stomach was nervous. The bubble guts. Ugh. We were, we went up to uh, OSU campus, and I don't know where shit is, so Ooh, I'm trying to yeah, figure out a big campus. When am i supposed to go before before we go in there but they're like no no it's you just go sit down they're, you go sit down they could they couldn't give me the deep time of dc to tell me where the bathrooms were oh so fuck them man have mm-hmm. fun mopping this shit up <laughs> fuck them yeah no nah, no nah. y'all want me to come here y'all want to let me use the bathroom smell it you know what chris i've been i bet next time when somebody come in there and say they need to go to the bathroom first i bet they'll let them do it mm-hmm <laughs> Chris taught them a valuable lesson that day. <laughs> That's it. I mean, oh, shit. <laughs> well, like I said, man, Harry Potter's at the Weasley house. And all right, man, I'm going to ask because, again, I don't remember the last one vividly. I know they've been, y'all have told me this that the Harry and Jenna thing has been like, well, it's going to happen. Is this. Has it been teased at all? Is this feels like in this movie they just abruptly like, oh no, they want to fuck now? No, it's throwing it in your face. This is okay. what I've been saying the whole time. It's like they've been not acknowledging this relationship or supposed chemistry that they've like, been having. This is what movie six. She had like mm-hmm. one scene in every movie, almost not even every movie. She didn't even show up. I don't remember her seeing her until like really the third one. Mm-hmm. And then they just throw it in your face. And they're like, oh, hi, they like each other. And everyone knows it. Everyone knows yeah. it. They like each other. Here you go. It's like, it's, no. pro- it's probably one of those things they cut out from the books. Probably. I mean, the books was like Stephen King length books and shit. So I'm not surprised. But but yeah, no, nah, okay. I'm just making sure. Because I'm like, I remember y'all. I remember y'all telling me this was coming. But I don't remember mm-hmm. ever really seeing it. Like, like the shit with Ron and Hermione, I, they, they, I remember seeing teasers of that in the previous movies a little bit. Even that's a lot stronger here, though. But I guess they like, we got one movie left after this, Playboy. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they, they just had basically Ron act like a jackass and, learn, and then learn his lesson later about it after Hermione bitched him out for it, basically. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there was that scene with the dance and shit. That's right, because when Harry Potter, when that dance was happening, it was Hermione and Ron having their little thing, but Harry was trying to fuck the little Asian chick, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she, what the, what the, yeah, Cho, whatever her name was, like, yeah, this, I'm, I'm, so I'm not tripping then. Like, little redhead chick had, like, she was in the background of every movie before this, and now it's all of a sudden the promise, like, oh, yeah, I'm down with the fire crotch now. Like, nah, son. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He is though. 
<laughs> hey, I ain't got no problem with it. Hey, I like redheads too. I'm just saying though, you just came out of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so so yeah, it's in this, speaking of throwing that shit out there, she throwing that shit out there. It's fine though. And they dissing Dumbledore like wait, they said that motherfucker old, which he is, but don't worry about that. We'll talk more about Dumbledore later. Uh Snape got some people run up in his crib though. It's Bellatrix and a woman I've never seen before. And I verified this with Anita. We've never seen her before. Yeah, it's Draco's mom. Oh, big Draco mama. Soldier Boy mama that came in there. <laughs> and they make Snape take a vow. What is it? The unbreakable vow, right? Mm-hmm. And if you break, he, he vowed to watch over. Man, I'm going to just say this shit right now. They got, oh boy, they got big Draco out here. He about to be an assassin pretty much. He going to go take out Dumbledore ass. And she like, yo, you got to make an unbreakable vow that you're going to be there to watch our boy back and make sure he do this shit. And they do the little thing where they grab each other's wrists. What's up? Or do it yourself if you can't. Or that too. Like, yeah, if you, you can't do it, you better handle that shit. It's like gang and this shit. It's like gang banging. It's like Bloods and Crips shit right here. Like, Basically to protect him. Because if he doesn't do it, Voldemort's coming for his ass. Oh, I like the way she said that. She's been around with <laughs> She's coming for that ass. That's right. Ass. That ass. So he makes a <laughs> vow. And I I don't they don't get into it in this movie, but I just had to feel I'm like he a double agent. I'm like, he really working for Dumbledore. He just doing this shit. It's like I said, it's like fucking undercover shit. Double agent. I gotta act like I'm doing this and I gotta take this vow, knowing I'm probably gonna die, but I got to do it because that's the mission. I chose to accept it. Mission impossible <laughs> style, baby. <laughs> well fuck all that. And then we go into a joke store. Have either of y'all ever been to a joke store? Like where they sell like all the different little fuck like whoopee cushions and shit like that. I think I saw this store in uh, at, in uh, uh, when I went to Universal. Oh, I'm sure they got this store there. Yeah, I don't remember seeing it when I went, but I didn't know about none of this Not shit either. That one, it would be at the Florida one. That's the one I went to. Oh, you um, went to that one? Yeah, I've been to without me. Yeah, because that was like 10, 15 years before I met no, um, back in whatever that was, 2012, me, dad, and Cameron went to Universal. That's when I told you about we got on the Harry oh, Potter ride, yeah, you and Cameron's fucking seat didn't buckle. Yes. He had to hurry up and jump off that bitch, bro. <laughs> and then he, we got to go again because they let him go again. Oh. But but yeah, that's when we had the um, long-ass line. There was like butter beer. Because in my mind, I'm like, butter beer. I'm like, they letting kids buy that shit? Yo, they hype out here in Harry in the Wizarding World or whatever, but... But yeah, nah, I don't remember seeing the joke story, but again, I didn't know none of this shit. I just see castles and people wearing robes and shit. Mm. But yeah, they in the joke store, but they end up following uh, Draco. Oh, oh, no, no, I got to say this. Because they got love potion number nine in this motherfucker. They, 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 <laughs> setting up love, they set up love potion. They set up the little fuck boy. Like, what was his name? Cormega or some shit? Cormac? It's like a Mortal Kombat character. But they set him up. He trying to fuck Hermione. And I think they, I think they, the little chick that's all on Ron's dick, the whole movie is here too, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever her fucking name was, start with an L. That's all I remember. Her name is Lavender. Live, that's right, Lav is what they was calling her. That's right. Yeah, so Hermione and Ron both got people all up on them. And his love potions involved, so you know where that's probably going. But they see Draco follow his ass to what was it, a bookstore, the wand store? What the fuck were they at? Antique store? Bergen and uh, Oh, the Borg and it works. That like means a, nothing to me. That was the name of the store. I'm just saying, what kind of store was it, though? Antique store, I guess. Okay, so it was antiques. I'm like, you said name of the store. You want? I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I know there's a wand store they fuck with. And they're like, oh my God, everybody used to buy their wands here, but it's fucked up now. I think the joke store is the only store 
that's still standing because they had they when they showed the little demon dudes. What were they called? Death eaters. Death eaters flying around. They destroyed all of that alley. And so I think that joke store the only thing still standing. But yeah, inside that little antique store though, there's like a big ass. Uh, I want to say closet. Um, what are those things called? Uh, wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And uh, before they can really see what's popping, there's like some dude steps out and they got to go hide. And you find out more about that later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Tell them about that train, Chris. So, a pair, so on the train, uh, Harry explains to Ron and Hermione that he he knows that uh, that um, what's his name, fucking uh, Malfoy oh. is a fucking death eater now. So he is a death eater. That's confirmed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you were writing notes when he showed his little um, death eater tattoo. Oh, I, yeah, I definitely didn't yeah. see a tattoo yeah. at all. Okay. I thought he was just like trying to be initiated. I know he actually was full blown in there with the click. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with that, like, yeah, he, he's just like, they're, they're not believing him. He's, they're just like, you, you're fucking insane. He wouldn't, he's, it's too young for him to be a death eater. Like this bitch ass nigga, he can't be no death eater. They wouldn't fuck with his punk ass. Yeah, they would. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. So he's just like he, he's just like fuck it. I'm gonna get some air. He take takes his cloak and goes to snoop. Yeah, and terribly, I might add, he's not great at snoop because Malfoy finds him out immediately. I didn't know what the fuck happened in this scene. Did he hit him with a spell that froze him or something? Yeah, but you're just totalis that that spell for the first movie. I don't, Chris, Chris, come on, come on. She froze Neville with, or she froze Neville with. Chris, come on, I don't remember what you're even talking about anymore, bro. That's gone. I, but so, but yes. I, he did freezing though. Okay. Because yes. <laughs> I was like, damn, Harry Potter ate that shit. Because your boy Malfoy stomps him right in his face. breaks his fuck. I didn't even realize he broke his nose he until later. I was like, damn, Harry Potter G ate that shit and didn't even react to it. But I was like, wait, no. Because then Gurley comes no, he, in there and finds him. Like, oh, was he frozen? <laughs> like, okay. He's with his, I was frozen today. That was a terrible spell. Well, for him, I guess. I mean, both ways it was terrible. It was terrible for that he got caught. And it's also terrible that, damn, bro, you got your fucking nose broke. And Gurley has to do like a little spell to fix it for him. What was her name? Luna. Luna Love. Yeah, she helps him out a little bit. They end up making it to Hogwarts, though. They're making announcements at dinner. Don't ask me what the announcements were because I don't remember. <laughs> they announced that Snape was the new Dark Arts. Oh, finally, that's right. I've been saying that since like what the first movie or second movie or some shit. They finally made him the Dark Arts teacher, the Dark Arts guy. Sorry, Chris. They get stuck <laughs> on the potions master position back. Oh yeah, they gave Horace the potion job. That's right. And then they go to the potion class. Harry and Ron get suckered into going in there, and then they bring that love potion back. <laughs> And there's a girly in there. I don't remember what the fuck her name was, but she wants some Harry Potter dick too. Because like Luke Kang, he is the chosen one. Um, they say her name again because uh, she. Oh yeah, cause she comes she, back later. Yeah, she comes back two more times. Actually, there's a scene where is they discuss her. Is that her name Ramona? Well, let's go with Ramona. Why the fuck not? She makes she's like no real consequence to the plot anyway. She just want fuck Harry because she want the fame. She want the cloud of it all, as they like to say. And Hermione is in there giving up all her feelings for Ron because she's like, oh, you know, the love potion, it'll smell like something that remind you of like, who the fuck you? Oh, some shit like that. And she started naming off a bunch of shit from his house. And she's like, oh, I should probably shut up now. It's like, yeah, you should probably shut up. You're giving up all the bit. Saying the quiet part out loud, girl, shut up. But they're all about to, they got to, the whole goal of this scene is it's like, hey, we got this potion. It's like a death potion or some shit, like some death juice. And whoever makes this correctly 
gets this little luck potion. If you drink this, you get like unlimited luck for a short amount of time, something like that. Everything you do is going to go right. And uh, uh, important crucial thing that happens beforehand, uh, they didn't come in with books. So uh, Slogorn tells them to go uh, go into the cupboard and get whatever you, get whatever you need. So there's two books sitting there, one old ratty ass one, and one just perfectly fine textbook there. Ron and Harry fight over them. Ron gets the the, the good book, while Harry gets the one that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And you find out that there, there's some there's some good shit in that book. Yeah, because somebody named the Half Blood Prince left a lot of notes in that book. That reminded me of back in the day. I'm actually this is a fun little quick story for you. I don't know if I ever told this one, but. Um, PJ and I, it was like ninth, tenth, it was 10th grade, 10th grade, I think it was. Uh, for some reason, we didn't get the history books we were supposed to get, and so we had to go to like the little closet and be like, Hey, you know, we didn't get a book, you got any extra ones? And they're like, Oh, yeah, just go in there and look around and see if you find one. So, me and him just digging through books, and just like this movie, I'm not even fucking with you. There was one that looked like it was brand new, fresh from Barnes and Noble or something, and one that looked like somebody probably wiped their ass with it. Terrible looking book, and I and we were both looking at it like, well, <laughs> who getting the new one? And I was like, you know what, PJ, just take it because I'm not gonna read this shit anyway. <laughs> so I was like, just just take the fucking book. I don't care. Going to school, learning about a bunch of old suckers that never give a fuck about me because I was black. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we going in 2024 already. Episode one of the new year. We doing it. Everybody be like, oh, he, well, you, you don't know all the presidents. Fuck them. President ain't gonna fuck about us. Yeah, one black one. Exactly. And everybody hated that. Well, you know, funny enough, I actually saw, because some little punk ass bitch knocked the window out of my car today. Mm. And I had to go get a new window for it. And there was a woman, an older white woman that came in and she had a bag, like a little, uh, what do you call it, like a little messenger bag. And it had a picture of Obama, but it had like... It basically looked like a mix of like it was like they mashed Che Guevara and Obama together, and I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't interpret if that was supposed to be like a good thing or a bad thing. I was wondering the whole time. I kept looking at it like, I want is she like with the shits or she on some bullshit? I can't really tell because admittedly, I don't know a ton about Che Guevara. I know of him and I know that picture that they mashed up together with Obama. But I just, you just like you know the little Futurama gift where Fry is doing like the real squinty eye looking shit. Like that was the whole fucking time I was looking at her like you you probably on some bullshit. But I'm already mad about my window, so I ain't think about it too much. Yeah, one eye open next to you. Mm-hmm. Like you a plant nigga. Not me. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, what Chris what Chris said about that whole scene. And then of course we all know we all know who the fuck gonna win. Even if he didn't have a little book with the cheat codes in it, he's gonna fucking win this potion. Yeah, that book had fucking cheat codes for days in it. It was just like back in the day, man, when we actually got manuals inside video games and they had that little section in the back where you could write down the cheat codes in the back. I remember buying, when I would buy a used game, I would always look back there and I would always hype if they actually wrote the cheat codes in and I had to go to like neoseeker.com or gamefaqs.com and try and find that shit. But see, then Chris, then the dawn of the new age happened and we got a printer. And then you just go to those websites. Now you just print out the fucking cheat codes. Ain't got to rob them no more, baby. Fold them up into four square. Slide it in back of the game case, baby. Whoever got mm-hmm. my old copies of Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, all that shit, you're welcome. Because I know I left them cheat codes in there. Fuck it. Is it pretty much just pull, pull out uh, uh, pull out Wayne Johnson. You're welcome. Exactly. 
I know of that reference. I ain't seen that movie, so don't don't ask me about it. Folks. I thought you said you saw it. I've seen bits of it. Oh. Just like this movie. Oh, I've talked about this since we started talking about these movies, and I can say it now. I told a story about my boy Jeff Carwin and a bunch of his people, or a bunch of our people we hung with. We went to the movies to see a Harry Potter flick, and I saw the first five minutes, and then I slept like a baby through the whole rest of the movie, all the way to the credits. This is the one. <laughs> this is the movie I fell asleep in. Two, that was a good-ass two-and-a-half-hour nap. But So this time, I actually had to watch it. Now I'll tell you if I liked it or not. But continuing on. Yeah, of course, Harry Potter won. He won the potion. We'll come back to that later. Um, what kind of potion was it? It was luck potion. No, the one he made was liquid death. Oh, yeah. The, yeah I was saying there's some little death potion, but he won a luck potion that will come back into play way later in the movie. Near the end, basically. He meets up with Dumbledore. What's up? Felix Felicitas. Liquid Luck. Y'all would have never remembered that name, folks. The only one I remember is Abracadabra, because that's the one that's going to kill your ass. That's the one. You know, in Lumos, I will say I remember that one. Mainly because PJ showed us that trick on the phone where if you could say it, it makes a light come on. All right. mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, Dumbledore makes your boy get a flashback. And I hate this flash. I hate the way they do flashbacks. Because you got to like drown yourself to see a flashback. You better hope that's not a long flashback. Because you're going to fucking drown trying to watch this shit. What's his name? Dumbledore meets Tom Riddle, a.k.a. Voldemort, a.k.a. that motherfucker who Nanny ain't supposed to say. But Harry going to say it all the time because fuck him. And was he like in jail or something? Where the fuck was he at? Orphanage. Orphanage. There you go. Was- Orphanage look like a jail cell. Is that message? Message? How they treat these kids, I don't know. Up in that orphanage, though. What it sound like. Yeah. I thought Dumbledore put that bitch on fire at one point, but it was just an illusion, I guess. It's a true true thing where he's like, it still won't be tolerated. Because I guess that's all. He stole all that shit in there. The stuff that he stole, that he brought out, it was out. Was those the little trinkets that they got to collect later in the movie? Is that what was in there? I don't remember. No, it was just a bunch of random shit. He, he, I guess he stole other kids in the orphanage. Oh, okay. I thought that was... I was trying to put something together. That would have been a good little connection, though. Not yeah, yeah, JK. <laughs> fuck with your boy. But, um... you. I, I love my... My next note just says, fuck boy at Quidditch. Because what were the dude's name? What was his name? I forgot his name already. The one that want to fuck Hermione. Um, Cormac. Cormac, yeah. Fucking Ermac. That Mortal Kombat ass name. He trying to get... Like good with Hermione, like showing out and everything. And Ron is up there, and I was asking Anita when we watched this. Like Ron ain't never done this before. Ain't this his first time doing Quidditch? Yeah, I guess he, he's he's a, he's a trying out for the team. But this is his first time. He ain't never been on the broom before this, right? At least not that I remember, anyway. We've not seen yeah. him play before. Okay, that's what I because I was wondering, like, where the fuck? All of a sudden, he just in here now. But he and her being trash at Quidditch. And to the point where Hermione even got to do like a little spell in the background and like help him out a little bit. So that's not going well. Don't worry about it. We'll come back to that later. Oh, you finally get your oh. butterbeer after this, though. After like, what, six movies now? We, we made it and we're not drinking butterbeer. Yeah, we got eggnog, though. <laughs> We've had it for like every movie before this. Took too long to get there, JK. <laughs> what's it? What's it what the, where the fuck am I? Yeah, yeah. Your boy Slugworth recruits Harry. Oh, you missed like the part of him going to see Dumbledore and him telling him um, to basically have Horace like recruit him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he recruits uh-huh. him in this scene, pretty much, because he's like, "Hey, you know, I get to, I get together with some of my students, and you know, we have dinner." Which you know, I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> what?" That sounds strange, but then again, that's maybe just my warped mindset, I guess. But I'd have been like, uh, no. 
But <laughs> no, don't worry about it. It's not nefarious. Don't even worry about it. I don't think about it. And he tells him, he's like, hey, um, oh no, wait, that's next. There, I'm reading the next line. Don't, don't shut up, Brent. Don't say that yet. <laughs> oh no, this because oh. this scene is hilarious, actually. I want to talk about this next scene. This girl gets the shit yeeted out of her by I guess a necklace, an evil necklace, and yeets her ass up and almost puts her in like a crucifixion position in the sky. I was like, what the fuck is about to happen? But then it just drops her to the ground. I was like, oh, okay. I thought she was about to get crazy right there. I'm telling you, dude, you just, you fucking drag this girl back and yeeting her back when you put her in a T-pose. I'm like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. But it ends up being nothing, folks. Don't worry about it. She just got hurt. I mean, she got mad whiplash, but she she'll live. I thought she died. I legit thought she was dead or until she comes back later. And I love though that Harry Potter just like whenever they go when they go to Dumbledore about it and Snape is right there, he's just like, Oh, Malfoy did it. It was him. And they're like, uh, that's an accusation, my brother. He's like, Yeah, I know, fuck him. And he did it. I know he did it. I know he ain't shit. He ain't been shit for six movies. He did it. Which he wasn't lying, was he? He did he did do I'm, that shit. Basically he pulled a return to slap or stuff from our curse. But he uh she was trying to give the slap to Dumbledore. <laughs> Try to give her that slap. <laughs> oh, that's the terminology. Somebody gets that reference. What'd you say? Gave her the slap to give it that double to give it the double door. Yeah, we get double door some of that slap. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, speaking of slabs, Harry and Ron, they're back in their room chilling and they're talking about skin, basically. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, your sister, because Ron is like salty because his sister getting that black pipe up in her. And he's like, you know what? <laughs> she getting blacked for my porn fans out there. Um, <laughs> Chris laughed way too hard. He got way the fuck out of that hard. reference. That he like, got wow. that one. Chris and Joey know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but he's talking yeah, about I'm, it. What's up? Uh, like Chris, you know, Ron, you know, I'm about to say no. Don't even don't talk, Chris. I got you. I'm gonna talk you out of it. But they're talking about the sister. Everybody, <laughs> you know that reference. Hey, you know what? Hey, look, everybody. She probably knew too. She just didn't laugh as hard as you. That. See, I told you. Everybody know the meme with the white girl on the couch and like five black dudes standing behind her. We all seen it, <laughs> and we all know what was happening there, folks. All holes mm-hmm. filled with hard cock. To quote clerks. <laughs> um, said maybe the ears. I'm about the ears. Um. They're talking about skin. <laughs> if you want to take it back to the 90s, you might be talking about skin. Brent, go to the Grand Pooba movie, please. Yes. Goodness Brand gracious. new movie. Yes, yes, yes. But no, you basically, they just saying, they're teasing more of like, oh, I want to fuck your sister. And he's like, oh, maybe I want to smash Hermione. That's what they're getting at, folks. Don't worry about it. That's what we're getting at. Now we get to go to dinner with Slugworth or Horace, whichever one you want to call him. And he tells you, Harry Potter, after everybody leaves, he's like, oh, yeah, you know. Some of these motherfuckers in here, they ain't going to be shit. But you, my boy, you might be one of the ones to make it to the shelf. No, you missed, you're missing parts. Well, that's what you're here for. They're for having the, the dessert part of the dinner. And then um, yeah. Jenny walks in. Jenny. And she's like crying. And Hermione's like, she was oh, crying? yeah. She was, well, she was like half crying. Her Like her eyes were puffy. And then Hermione oh. was like, oh, her and Dean have been must have been fighting again. They've been fighting a lot. Like, hint, hint, Harry, this is your time to like swoop in. I was waiting on like a scene where he's gonna confront dude and be like, "Hey, bruh, you gonna be like, hitting on Gurley now or something like that." He they never even really showed a black dude that close up. Black dude can't handle the fire, apparently. Oh, I like that reference, Chris. You've learned well. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah. Now again, just setting up more because even Hermione, because Hermione's like, yo, why don't you know you go fucking holler at her, bro? You can get away from all that shit. And he's like, nah, 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 don't worry about it. I got other shit going on right now. I got to go fuck up Voldemort, Shine. I'll worry about that later. So they're going to make it to the shelf at some point. Ron is back at Quidditch and Harry slipped him a little something in his drink he drank, or so he thought. He thinks that he slipped some of that luck potion to Ron. So he goes out there in Quidditch and shows the fuck out. Has everybody cheers. At first, they booing the shit out of him. And they're like, yo, Ron, you ain't shit. Boo. Boo, boo, boo. Boo your ass. Boo. Man. That's right. Boo this man. They're pretty much what they're all doing. But then he go out there and shows the hell out. Because he think he got that luck potion, but he actually don't. He never even slipped him none of it. So it was all him. It was all mental. Placebo. Got mind control over Ron. That's right. Placebo is damn right. Is Hermione? Hermione even like, oh, oh yeah, he, that's my dude. Right there, she get all excited. He's like, oh, he did that. That my man right there. Not yet though. Not yet. <laughs> but after uh, come out and know, one uh, throw a fucking uh, throw him a fucking kiss, and it just ends her fucking night right there. She's just done, crushed. No, <laughs> she like, oh yeah, that's my like I said, that my man right there. Oh yeah, and then Lavender is like, no bitch, that's my man. Locks lips all over Ron and Hermione goes and starts crying on the motherfucking steps with her little birds yeah. and shit. Harry that gotta one. go try and comfort her. And then Ron come down there and I thought she was trying to kill my boy because she sends she torpedoes them birds at his ass. But they just mm-hmm. hit the door and he like, oh the fuck wrong with her? He's pretty much a jack. Like always. <laughs> Have either of y'all ever been in this situation before where you really like somebody, but they were too stupid to realize it, and then they started fucking with somebody else and it made you feel terrible? Have y'all been there? Probably. Just they never realized it. Ah. I will admit, I was an oblivious jackass when it came to when it came to that kind of stuff too. People were like, "Oh, I like you." I'm like, "Why the fuck did you say nothing?" They're like, "Oh, I made hints." I'm like, "You can't hint. I don't do hints. You got to let me know. Let me know." Like, didn't Aaliyah tell y'all? <laughs> God damn it! Watch you, Anita. <laughs> mm, I don't really think so. Ah. I feel like if I like someone, I would just say it. I was about to say, Anita, like, I ain't wasting no motherfucking time with you niggas. You crazy? What? Like, hey, I like you. I like shit. And I want you. (laughs) What'd you say? Dudes hold back more with that kind of shit than girls do. Could have had somebody just uh, who was thinking about about you that way, but you, you didn't think about that way about him. He just stood on the sidelines, friend zoned. It reminds me, there's a, I don't remember what this clip is from. It was from a TV show, maybe, or something, where the dude is like, oh, man, yeah, go holler at her, man. The worst thing she could do is say no. And he was like, you know, all right, I'm going to go holler at her. And he went to try to holler at her. She was like, oh, no, get away from me or something like that. And then the dude just looked all sad and his boy just put his older arms up like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh so fucking hard. Worse like, than no. Worse than no. They can really say worse than no, folks. Believe that. I mean, she did say no. What is... It was just the fact that it was like so good, like, ew, no. Oh, the aggressiveness. <laughs> yeah, of it. it's like, ew, like, fuck no, that type of thing. It's like, damn, I mean, you could, like, oh, no, I'm good. Or like, she's like, ew, like, you're gross. No, get the fuck away from me. It's like, oh. I mean, you never, yeah, I mean, he's right, though. You never know. You got to ask. Yeah. Just don't wait till it's too late. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to spend their life regretting things? Like, oh, I wonder if I would have talked to that person. I have been in a situation where I waited till it was too late. I waited too long. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris, you know what it means? There's other better opportunities out there. That wasn't the one, Chris. See, move on to the next one. Yeah. 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 See, I could be nice sometimes. That was nice, baby. But let's not be nice. Let's get back into this movie. So she's crying. And then um, Draco, I didn't know what 
in the fuck was happening here, and I still kind of don't, so you will explain this to me, please. He's putting an apple inside the thing, the closet or whatever, and then he shuts it. He says a little spell, and he brings opens it again, and it's like an apple there, but it's got a bite bitten out of it. Was that Voldemort taking a little snack? No, he's trying to configure the two cabinets. There's the one out in Borgen and Burks, right, and then one in the room of requirement. He's trying to get them to coincide with each other, so if he needed to, he could make a get good old fashioned getaway out of Hogwarts. Yes, I guess. sir. So what's up with the bite out of the apple then? They were just um, showing that it got to where they wanted it. Like, the oh, so I just took a bite to let them know, like, we got it. We got it. Yeah. See, I thought he was feeding Voldemort. Like, this nigga might be hungry. He might want a snack or something. That's <laughs> no. what I thought. They were like testing it out to get it to be connected to that. At the point of the movie okay. where this happens, they can utilize it the way that they want. Right, to. That makes sense. I just didn't know exactly what the hell was going on there because I know at some point he like th- puts a bird in there and it comes back dead or something too. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Oh, so they got that bird. It's like plow, smoke that motherfucker, send it back to him. Like, yeah, we got it. That's cool. Oh no, it was, I don't remember. Whatever. What y'all said Probably makes dead. sense. Um, but there's another dinner party going on. But since Ron got his new boo. And the chick Harry Potter want to fuck with is getting blacked. They got a. Di- At first, Harry Potter comes up. He's like, "Oh, well, I was just gonna see if you wanted to roll with me as friends." And she's like, "Oh shit, I ain't think about that." I asked Ermac if he wanted to go with me, and so Harry was like, "Well, I gotta find somebody." So he ends up asking the old Luna to come to the dinner party with him. Luna has to have the most the reflective dress out of everybody. <laughs> just yeah. Or if you shot actually blinding blinding the whole crowd. Well, you know, you got to show out. If you go, you got to be showing out if you're going to a dinner party. She probably ain't been asking nothing like this before like that. It's Luna. She's different. I love her. Quirky. She's quirky. Yeah. What did you say, Chris? She is built different. I ain't going to lie. There you go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they go to the party and Hermione immediately regrets her decision because I guess dude is trying to get all up on her. And so she's hiding in the little... Which I don't know. I can't even really say hiding because you can obviously see where she at, but she done ducked off a little bit behind a curtain. And, uh, mm-hmm. and somebody's like, hey, man, y'all want some of this shit? It's going to make y'all breath funky as hell, but it's good, though. She's like, oh, let me run that, run that. So she trying to smell. It's disgusting. So if he trying to lay that tongue on her, it's like, ew. But it ain't going to work because he over there eating them, too. But it makes him throw up, though. I don't know why, why it made him throw up and nobody else. Because he just trashed. told him it was Dragon Balls, and then he was, like, grossed out by it. Oh, I did laugh at that because when he said Dragon Balls, I was like, oh, shit, you got Goku? Let's get it, Chris. I'd have watched that oh, cool. crossover. And I don't even like Dragon Ball like that. He's just missing six more. That's true. Yeah. Well, he said Dragon Ball Z. So maybe they were there, Chris. Had a whole movie. Yeah. They could have wished Voldemort away and been done with this whole series, right? Chris, that's what? the only thing you can't Dragon Ball is just kill people. That's true. And that's why Harry Potter would beat Goku because he would just adabra cadaver, whatever the fuck that word is, and kill Goku ass. Sending to this motherfucking, what is it called? Snake Way? Yeah, yeah I remember. Snake- I'm telling you, I'm, all of my Dragon Ball Z knowledge comes from the Legacy of Goku video game, folks. Yeah. Basically, it's hell, but they don't want to say that in America, so they just call it Snake Way. I don't know. It's Dragon Ball. I'm sure those Dragon Ball nerds are telling me right now, and they're yelling at me, because I know that's the black people anime, and that's the one I don't watch. Sorry, folks. I couldn't get into it. I play the video games, though. I play Budokai and shit. A lot better than the actual, actual show, oh, but uh, only because I think it makes it a lot better, because... To take out all all the all the bullshit the filler. And just, you know, just I I told myself if I ever did try Dragon Ball again, I watch Kai, but I yes, just ain't done it yet. I, so maybe I'll do that for. I know people out there. Oh my god, you know we why we did do Dragon Ball Evolution on the podcast though. Yes, it is. That's ass. probably the only best. 
Oh, not only is it ass, it's that shit is a, a two pack of ass. That movie sucked, and you can hear all about it on the Home Video Hustle podcast. Just go back. All right, so the party. Snape is there, and he gives Harry Potter a message. He's just like, "Hey, uh, not Vol- I can't want to say Voldemort. Dumbledore ain't he gone? He on a trip, so uh, he ain't here. So yeah, you ain't got nobody he watching went on your a- back. Yeah, he on a he on a mission." And Draco gets caught because I guess he was snooping at the party and somebody like, hey, I caught this dude climbing around looking at shit. So Snape has to go get him up out of there. And I'm pretty sure he's telling old boy Draco a bunch of shit and Harry Potter's eavesdropping, if I remember right. He told him, like, I got you. I got to be your, I gotta be your guardian now so you stop fucking up and getting caught. That's right. Pretty much, yeah. Stop fucking up. You're making me look bad out here in these streets now. It, uh, but he must be like, fucking Voldemort chose me to do this shit. This is my fucking mission. You don't get to do shit. Hey, man, I will fuck you up right now if you don't stop fucking up, all right? I don't give a fuck who picked you. <laughs> As you'll Later on in the movie, you'll see what happens. But mm-hmm. I did laugh at this next scene because Harry and Ron are on the train, and old girl so digmatized that she just up on the window blowing heat on it, and then she draws like a little heart that says like R and L and little things like that. And he, your boy Ron is just sitting there like, oh, shit. Like, you get that look like, oh, I done fucked up. <laughs> Laid it on her too got, well. She, she don't want to do nothing but fuck around and, and, and make out and shit. She don't want to do. She don't want to do shit else. If loving Ron is all that she has to do, she don't want to do anything else. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good song. Ron, right ain't, I guess. Ron is like, man, look, I'm tired. <laughs> I can't do yeah, it, pretty- Captain. And then, of he's, course, Hermione walks like- right by and sees that shit too. My lips can't do it anymore, Captain. That's right. I'm. I need a break. I need some water. So all what? that that drama's going on, and I forget this motherfucker's name, but I know he's in the other movie. Chris is one of his favorite characters, but they're talking to the Wolfman. What what is his name? Lupin. Thank you. The third, and they're talking about the. Oh, sorry. They're talking about the vanishing cabinets, and then while they're doing that at the Weasley house, the Death Eaters come, and Harry chases them out into the children of the cornfield. And then so what happened was uh, I guess him, him and Lupin were talking because he's just like, let's take this shit to let's take this shit to um, Malfoy right now. Let's take it. Let's get take his ass out. And he's just like, you don't know if you, you don't the fucking death eater right now. So pace yourself. Now I'm with Harry. Like, nah, man, like, let's go get this nigga right now. Bro. I'm tired of waiting on this shit. Let's go fuck him up right now. You like, hey, chill, much, bro. Chill, bro. I'm with Harry. Got, like, let's go abracadabra got, him right now. But um, I guess he saw, sent some extra information though, via Hedwig to um, Ron's dad mm-hmm. to ask about what the cabinets he saw and shit. He's like, yeah, that's a fucking vanishing cabinet. You can go in there and fucking hide in there for a, for a couple hours if you want to. Yeah. And nobody will find you. It's the coward closet. Go hide for a little while. But once the information is laid out, then the Death Eaters come and chase them into the children of the cornfield. And they are, while they're all surrounded... They're like, ha, huh, suckers, fly back, and they set the Wheelie house on fire. Just destroyed that shit. Here's Basically. how that's going to play into the next movie. After that happens, you get another little flashback, because a Dumbledore's like, yo, I got this flashback, son, but it's been tampered with. And the flashback shows, oh, Slugworth and uh, Tom, whatever his name is, and he's like, asking him a question about some evil shit. Like, yo, what's up with this evil stuff? And he's like, yo, I ain't telling you nothing about that, son. Get the fuck out. And Dumbledore's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was some bullshit. That ain't how it really went down. So your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to get in deeper with your boy. What's up? Lie detector test determined that was a lie. That's right. Maury is telling you to go follow him and get deeper in there and then get the real information from you. So that's his next goal for the rest of the movie. And Harry immediately fails this mission very extravagantly. 
because he's going in there and just being very blunt and not, you know, uh, what's the word for it? He's not being very subtle with what he's no, doing. There's no tactics whatsoever. He's just like, tell me what, th- tell me what you know, please. Uh, finesse. Sh- exactly. There you go. He's not dripping in finesse. Words. Yeah. It don't make no sense. Hey, he got that reference too. So he fails miserably. He goes back to his room though afterwards. And this boy, I didn't know what the hell was going on at first, but Ron is sitting there just staring out a window like he'd been lobotomized or some shit. I don't know what's up with him. And he's like, yo, I'm in love. And he's like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah, with whatever fuck her name, Ramona, is that what y'all called her? And he's like, yeah, there was some chocolates and shit on your bed, and I had one or 20. So if she put that shit in every piece of chocolate, she doped him the fuck up. Much. That motherfucker's dick is at critical mass. So he, All the way. And he's telling him, he's like, okay, yeah, uh, I got to go help my mans real quick. So take him back over there to, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Horace. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, my mans done been like fucking overdosed on love potion. And so he makes him a little concoction. I did laugh. He filled up almost a whole glass of his concoction. Your boy took one sip and then that was all he needed. It's like, why you make so much? But then he falls over and he starts foaming at the mouth and twitching. And well, he offers things him a drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, I need something to pep you up a little bit. Here, take a drink. Sip of the potion. Hit the three-wheel motion. And he does. He starts twitching. And I don't know what the fuck Harry... Harry did something to bring... Because I thought he was dead. He pretty much almost was. He just... He, he grabbed some emergency... Be, some kind of beetle or something and put it in his mouth, I think. Oh, he put a bug in his mouth. Okay, I didn't know what he did. I know in the next scene, you're there like, oh, quick thinking with the blah, 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 blah you used Harry. I'm like, what? The fuck is that? But it's just me not knowing what the fuck these words mean. But yeah, he's next to his man's in the bed, and he's laying in bed, and it's Hermione, his sister, Harry, and then you know Dumbledore, and Snape, and all them come. But then the old girl Lavender was that was her name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what happened was mm-hmm. apparently, Slughorn's fucking me that he was going to keep the Dumbledore got switched out. With Spoilers. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> that boy was poisoned. Pretty much, yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was going to bring that shit to you, Dumbledore, not knowing that it was poison. So he's like, well, you know, fuck it. But old girl Saudi, because she was trying to like, oh, my God, he needs me. And then he, and he's like, oh, well, he's like, Hermione. He's calling for her, not for Lavender. Mm-hmm. Lavender going to be turbo salty. Cue the salty anthem for her. Salty anthem for her. And that's right. And she, and when he, when he finally comes to and they, and they all chilling in the uh, fucking, uh, Com, a common room or whatever, mm-hmm. eating, looking at him with death eyes, like she's gonna put, so, like she's gonna put something in his fucking, she's gonna smother him with a pillow, basically. Oh yeah, like definitely, it's gonna be, she's gonna be laying under his bed one night, she's gonna reach up and slit his throat, like it's it's going to fuck down at some point off screen in these movies. I don't know if she come back, but if she do, she gonna try and kill that motherfucker. But I did laugh yeah. too because after that happens, when he's laying in bed, her mind like grabs his hand and she got that little smile on, like yeah, yeah, bitch. That's my man. Yes, sir. It's like the Maury show all over again, folks. Harry gave her that look like, you know, he got he got you on that, right? She's like, shut up. He's like, he just gave him a look like, yeah, I see you over there smiling. She's like, shut up, nigga. You don't know nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, we all know. She's like, why don't you go get your girl, motherfucker? How about that? Why you worry about me? Go get your firebrand over there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, he, uh, he 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 good though. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna be laid out for a little bit. But that chick though that got yeeted around, she actually comes back. I thought, like I said, I thought she was dead, but she come back, and she don't remember anything. She don't like. I don't, Harry's like, yo, what happened? He's like, I don't remember who cursed me. I don't remember nothing that happened. I can't help you, partner. But Harry, like I said, he like nah, mouth for it. He looking for any reason to fuck him up, and he just got a <laughs> reason damn, now. He walked in at the wrong damn time, so he he saw her 
saw him talking, he was just like, fuck. You know what? It's funny. I did laugh at that because it was legit. Like, she was like, yeah, I don't remember. She didn't even point him out or nothing. But he turned around and saw him. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even need a reason. I'm after this motherfucker now. <laughs> that was the reason. Like, nope, timing is the reason. Let's get it. Chases him into the bathroom. And earlier in, the, in like one of the scenes, he's looking through that book. And it has a spell. I forget what the spell was, but it says Jews on enemies or some shit. Septum Simpra. There you go. And he's like chasing him around. He's like, man, fuck this shit. Septum blah, blah, blah. And hits him with it. And your boy body look like he just got riddled with like machine gun fire. I'm like, damn. <laughs> that shit had me done. Yeah. It, was, it, was a, it was a fucking buckshot shot. It was a shotgun spell. Yeah. That's actually yeah, a better example because it's like holes all in his chest. And he looked, I thought he died. I was like, damn, he just killed him. But then Snake comes out of nowhere, like, because he's always somewhere close by, and he heals his little wounds and everything. And he gets kind of looks at Harry Potter like, damn, bruh. <laughs> the fuck you in here doing? But you find out later, because as Chris already said, it's his book. So, but you don't find that out till later. Don't worry about it. Then him like, you found my shit, didn't you? He like, this motherfucker been in my shit. How the fuck? Where did my boy Spike put my book in there? What the fuck? <laughs> But I did laugh at this because apparently he went, he probably went and told his people, like Hermione and Ginny and them, like, yeah, um, I just smoked this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> and so Ginny is like, uh, yeah, no, we got to get rid of this book, bro. You can't be just shotgunning motherfuckers out here. So they go up into, is it the same room where that closet is? Or am I tripping? It's the room of requirement that they used last movie. Okay, so it is where that other closet is. And okay, I thought so. Because I mm-hmm. thought, what I thought was going to happen was that they was going to put that yeah, shit in that closet. And then not realize that they was gonna accidentally like transport it to the bad guys or some shit. That's what I thought was gonna happen. But nah, they just hinted that air. Basically hinted that they, it was there by showing it was there. Yeah, so okay, at least I did. I caught that though, because that's what I thought was gonna happen. But what really happens mm-hmm. is she sneaks a kiss on your boy. Oh Jenny, dude. She kisses Harry and she like, yeah, we can leave that up here too if you want. Player shit. She really mm-hmm. that motherfucker in pro bass fisherman out here. Cause that was like, oh, he he done. He cooked off. Yeah. He can't escape no more. Now I understand, like, oh no, she got wrapped around my hey, finger. Dunzo. Exactly. Mind control over this motherfucker, bro. Because he's smiling hard as hell after that. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a kid, man. Yeah, I got a kid. He hype until the next scene happens because then you got to bring him back to yeah. life. But Rock, uh, he walks out and Ron, uh, Ron's like, did you do it? He, he's just like, what? He was like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, I laughed because he was like, did you and Jenny do it? And I was like, oh yeah, we did. <laughs> Just off screen. <laughs> but yeah, after this though, Harry gets the idea. He's like, yo, I got this luck juice I've been carrying around for the whole damn movie. Why don't I use this to try and get the information from homie? Because then he can't help but tell me. So he drinks the juice and he goes out there to go try and holler at homie. And he runs into him and he's like, yo, I'm about to go. Oh, he's actually over there snipping up flowers or some shit. He's like, hey, man, you can't nope. be walking around this time of day. Because he's, he's over there. Um Messing with uh, Professor Sprout's uh, expensive flowers that he can, well, the buds will get shit on the black, you'll get some, a bunch of money off the black market for him. That's right. He out there on the dark web selling flowers and shit. And he ends up following to go holler at, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Hagrid. And it's a big ass fucking Starship Troopers looking spider outside that your man it's is crying sp- over. The big ass spider from the first movie. Wasn't the that spider, spider trying the- to kill them though? Yeah, I guess it finally, it finally died on its own. Well, fuck that spider. I'd be like, if I was here, I wouldn't care either. Then fuck that motherfucker. Tried to kill me and my boy. That's why when she, he was just like, uh, everybody think when um, Hagrid said like, everybody thinks he's so scary because of all the odds. He's just like, and the talents too. Yeah. Showing how much of a shit he could actually be. Yeah, I'm about to say showing like I don't give a fuck about this spider, bro. Rest in no peace. Fuck you. But um, 
But he does get homeboy to talk finally. Oh, Horace tells him about like, oh yeah, I had a fish as a pet. And your mom gave me that fish, and one day that fish was gone, and it realized it was the day your mama died that the fish disappeared. And, he, and Harry was like, man, look, well, if you want to you know, help a brother out, I mean, you love my mama. You love her fish. Why don't you show me some love and tell me how to kill this motherfucker, bro? Give me some goddamn info that I've been asking you for this whole movie with your drunk ass. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. He got him lucky. He got only got lucky because he knew he was going uh, with that situation. He's going to get him fucking toasted drunk that's right it works folks the truth will set you free when you're drunk <laughs> so he gives him a little flashback juice out of his brain and he gets to see the whole flashback and you get to learn about horcruxes hey nita tell me about horcruxes uh so you go to like kind of a flashback with um slughorn and tom riddle and he just kind of exposes himself and his deep dark thoughts which we already kind of knew he had and um Basically tells him that he wants to separate himself into seven different pieces, essentially, to avoid dying. Hey, legitimately this time, pieces into pieces. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To avoid basically, like, fully dying if he could do this. And he kind of asks Slughorn if it's possible. And Slughorn is, like, deeply offended by him even thinking that he could do that. Because you have to kill seven people to yeah. to do that. Every time you want to split your soul apart, you got to murk somebody. And he like, oh, I can like. So if I wanted to do like seven times, he like, damn, bro. I'm like, I thought it was bad with one. You talking about seven? Like hell no, nah, bro. You can't do that. And like, oh yeah, thanks uh, for the information. <laughs> I gotta go. Let's keep this between us, shall we? <laughs> and he did until now. And uh, he goes and tells Dumbledore about it. Well, he's already there watching it with him, I guess. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I got this book. That you had when old girl almost died and you saved her. And then I got this ring. So these are two of the horcruxes. So I'm guessing that we need seven of these bitches, right? Yep. And I'm sorry. I, I told Anita, this is probably powers of inference. I'm like, oh, well, Chris told me the next movie is a lot of walking. So I assume that we walk into the rest of these damn things, apparently. <laughs> don't spoil it, don't. You ain't got it. Well, we watching the next episode. Don't worry about it. But yeah, that's what I assumed anyway. So him and Dumbledore like, all right. He's like, you know, I got the beat on another one. We can get three of these bitches out the way right now, son. Because I'm going to go take you to this cave where I got slit my fucking palm and get, you know, blood entrance out here. And they go in there and he's like, oh, shit, you know, it's in this little bowl right here. But to get to it, I got to drink this potion that's in here. And he's like, all right, Harry, I'm going to tell you, man. He's like, I don't know matter what happened. If I bitch up and tell you to kill me or something, don't do it. If I tell you, like, we got to get out of here, we got to stay here. I need to drink all of this motherfucking soup water out here. (laughs) And then we can get the Horcrux, I guess. So he does that. Takes a sip. No soup for you. Exactly. There's a sign with fell reference for Anita right there. Love it. And uh, so he's drinking, of course, after like the first sip, Dumbledore's like, oh, fuck this. And he's like, please kill me. He's like, no, no, no. You got to drink this shit. Cause, like, don't be a hoe now. Drink this shit. And I did love the Harry Potter. At one point, your boy don't even want to open his mouth. And he reached down and like, he's about to be like, open your motherfucking mouth, bro. <laughs> you Dumbledore, like, motherfucker. I, 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 we, can, we can stop this. This is just one more. Just one more. He like, he like, oh, come on, man. You know, we got trick enough of it, right? You can't just reach down there and grab it. He like, no, drink this motherfucking water. And then he does, finally. And then he reaches in there and it's like a necklace or some shit like that. But then uh, hey, your boy's like, hey, man, uh, let me get some water. Water. Water? As Chris said earlier. <laughs> and uh, he, okay, so this is me, maybe me not understanding oh, Harry Potter. No, no, I got a serious question here. He goes over to the bowl and tries to make water or something, right? And mm-hmm. that doesn't work. 
So then he goes over to the the actual water that they're surrounded by. I was like, the first instinct, if it was you, wouldn't you just try to make water? If you had a water spill, wouldn't you just try to do it in the cup that you have in your hand? Why would you refill the poison like bowl up? He didn't think the bowl was cursed. He wanted to make enough to, to actually give him. No, fuck that. You you keep doing that spell in that cup until it's enough. I don't know. I'm, that's what I'm doing first. You're overthinking it. I overthink everything. That's the home of the hustle, baby. But of course, he goes to drink the water, and I didn't know what was coming out of that water. But of course, zombies, something comes out of that water. What's up, Chris? More mer people? Yeah, more of them. Of. I forgot they were in another movie, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. They, they pull him down into the water, but then your boy, uh, what's his name? Fuck, Dumbledore, there's a fire spell. He gets up out of the water, and he got all the little monsters at bay. I forget how to fuck. Do they even show how they get out of there, or does it just cut away? No, they just show. Yeah, it does. It just he just makes a fiery path across the. Sea oh, and- he parted the shit. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's the Prince of Egypt all over again. But um, you uh, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Bellatrix. Then got into Hogwarts. I guess your boy had finally figured out how to use this damn closet, and he uses it to bring all the Bellatrixes and them inside the school. And so mm-hmm. when they finally get back, there ain't even no moment to breathe or kick back and drink some damn water. Because Draco then got the wand all up in Dumbledore's face. And Dumbledore told Harry, like, yo, go hide and don't come out. I got this. Don't worry about it. And so he think he just got Draco. He talking him down. like, oh, man, look, you don't want to do this shit, man. We all know you a little punk. You ain't going to shoot nobody. But then Bellatrix and them come out. And it's like, oh, yeah, I got my click, though. These motherfuckers might shoot your ass. <laughs> and Snape catches Harry down there. And he just does a little motion like, shh. Like, I got this. Don't worry about it, bro. Because Dumbledore told him, like, yo, you trust Snake, don't trust nobody else. So when he goes, Snake go up there, he's like, oh, okay, we good. But then he tells Draco, like, nah, son, I got this. Abracadabra, biatch, fucks uh, Dumbledore up. Not only, the, not only does he kill him with the spell, he throws his ass out a window with it. It's like the Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. 4 game over screen when you're falling down the little pit and shit. If Chris remember that one. Ex- ah! Damn right. <laughs> and they don't show him hit the ground, but they show his ass go out that window. And so, oh, yeah. Harry pissed. You killed him, my brother. <laughs> my granddaddy. My daddy. You killed my granddaddy. My father figure. So he chases him. <laughs> he chases him outside and he's like trying to get at Snape, but Snape is easily like, uh, no. Every time he shoots somebody, at him, he's like, nah, son. Fight back, you coward. Yeah, swing first, motherfucker. Swing first. And he's like, no, I ain't got to swing first. Because then Harry tries to use his little spell from earlier and he like blocks it immediately. Snake comes over. He's like, "Oh, you trying to use my own shit against me, bro? For real?" He's like, "Oh, and just for just in case you and the viewers didn't figure this out yet, I'm the half blood prince, bitch." What does this mean? Is do we find this out next movie? What the fuck is what is the significance of him being a half blood prince? I don't get it. Or am I not supposed to get it yet? Um, it's not, and it's not given. But I read the trivia watching this. His one of his parents is magic, and then the other one is a muggle. Oh, so he a mud blood too? He's mixed. All right, well, I guess that makes sense then. Oh, and they put Hagrid's house on fire too, because fuck Hagrid too, I guess. So the bad guys all get away because we got to have that next movie coming up. And Harry goes and links back up with the friends and everybody else at Hogwarts, and they looking at Voldemort's dead, or not Voldemort, Dumbledore's dead ass body. Harry goes over there and shuts his eyelids, letting him rest in peace. They all throw their wands up. I thought they would, well, no, they do actually. They do do a little thing. I guess there's like a big evil skull face in the clouds, and they, I guess they dissolve it with their good wand power, I guess. I don't know. But you also find out that, hey, that necklace that your boy drank all that bullshit for, it wasn't even <laughs> fucking real, bro. He did all that for nothing. It's a fake. And there's a no- you. Play yourself. You played yourself. That should be a button. But um, <laughs> it happens a lot in these movies. 
But there's a note in there, though. It's a very a lengthy note. I don't remember what it says exactly. Chris, please tell me. I know you probably remember. Somebody with the initials R-A-B uh, <laughs> already got the hook. I'm sorry. I just... Already got the whole crux and is going to uh, do his best to destroy it immediately. Yep. Pretty much all it says. And of course, I laugh because in my mind, I hear R-A-B and I was like, oh, it was a note left by a raggedy ass bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the first three word combination that came into my head when I heard that. Is this just words you put yeah. together? Or is that an actual like acronym? No, that's just words I put together. Uh, I don't know if anybody recalls anybody a rab, but <laughs> all I could think, all I thought it was this old boy with the black vest from fucking waiting to excel. You raggedy bitch. <laughs> he left that note. And so Harry is talking to Hermione about everything. And he's like, yo, I got to go get the rest of these, man. I got to finish Dumbledore mission. He's like, I ain't coming back to Hogwarts. Y'all be good. And she's like, motherfucker, man, you really think we would let you go do this by yourself? Nah, son, we all in this together. And we need paychecks for the next two movies, too. So you ain't going by yourself. No, you can't do shit without us, bro. You need us. That's right. Somebody got to sacrifice something for your ass. We know you ain't going to die. Somebody going to have to do something here. So, you know, we coming with you, playboy. And so they all happy, ready to roll. I guess to get ready to do that long walk that Chris is not looking forward to. <laughs> And that mm-hmm. is Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So on that note, we're going to play promo, and then we'll come back and tell you what we thought about this movie. So stick around. And I actually got a promo for you that I haven't played in a real long time. So get ready for something different here, folks. This is Murderous Miners, Killer Kids bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Minors, Killer Kids. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Sergeant and Mr. Smith, you're going to love this house. Bunk beds in a closet? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Shout out to war, baby. I ain't played that promo in a long time. I got to hear about some killer kindergartners, though. That shit, wow. Little dude's like, you you took my motherfucking finger paint? It's your ass now. (laughs) Where'd that gun at? That's right. Gun? Yes. Bow. Staple your bow, ass. Bow. Nah, guys, I ain't played her promo in a minute. I was going through the promo. Like, I ain't played her. Let me, let me start. I know Anita been all up on her little true crime kick lately. And we're talking about a movie that has had killer kids. So it seemed fitting. So, Anita, what did you think about Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince? Where does this rank in your Harry Potter fandom? Um... This is a little bit on the lower end for me. I was trying Ooh. to see what I gave Chamber of Secrets and Cobble to Fire. Okay. 
It's not. I like this movie. I like the last probably. Uh, I would say 30. Once they're in the cave, Dumbledore and Harry go to the cave to get the Horcrux. Like from that point on, it's really good and really exciting. Mm. The beginning of it is slow. Oh. There's a lot of setup. And then knowing leading into a movie where it's even more setup is like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's get to the point. I think if I'm, if I was watching these like originally individually and not knowing what was coming next. Mm. I would have been more excited. Honestly, when I rewatch them, I don't rewatch this one as much. Oh, you skipped this one. Yeah, I don't particularly care for this one as much. Mm. Um, not that it's a bad movie, just not the, I don't know. It's just not very exciting. Um, the relationship, I like that Ron and Hermione are like kind of starting to feel each other out. Mm-hmm. Even though Ron is taking a thousand years to figure out that she likes him, which is really annoying. Well, he was getting all that love from old girl. <laughs> he was he was blinded. Whatever. Um, blinded by the punani. <laughs> um, I like the final like disclosure that like Snape is like a double agent, which you like know as you're watching the other ones, oh. but you don't know because he doesn't really say it. So. I know. I like that exposure of him as a person. Um, all the character character development, which is probably my favorite parts of all the Harry Potter movies, is the character development is great. It's just I don't know. It's just something about it. Just is a little slower than I would want. Um, I'm trying to. I'm really trying to like think of what I would give this. Nothing. I don't. I'm gonna give it a seven. It's mm-hmm. at equal with everything else that's in the lower end for me. Mm-hmm. But. It's not that low because I'm biased and yes, it's, it's, and I love these movies, so it's low, but it's really not that low. But like I said, I don't watch it as much. I'd probably I'd rather watch Goblet of Fire, which I usually say is like on one of my least favorite ones. I would actually watch that one over this one, but I'm never going to give anything lower than a seven. You've given a seven to the Chamber of Secrets. You're giving a seven to Goblet of the Fire and now a seven to this one. Yeah. Okay. Chris Topper, what's going on with you? All right. Let me talk this one out. Oh, oh okay. It's one of them ones. The things I do like. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Um, I actually I actually like Slug, uh, Slughorn's kind of thing where he's just a teacher that fucked up with a student and just felt bad about the shit. But uh, the shit always happens with that kind of thing. So I get it. But... Mm-hmm. um. It's also one of the last movies that, um, besides the last one, that that deals with school shit still. Mm. That last one don't deal with much school shit at all anyway, too. So yeah. It sounds like they're gearing up to not be at the school no more after this, it sounds like. It feels like they try to shove a bunch of exposition in there, but at the same time, try to get some school shit in there, too. Just because maybe a little bit of a padding, what it feels like, almost, a little bit. The uh, actual school shit, I thought... I caught, I thought it was kind of fun. I didn't hate it. Yeah. But it's not much of it really. Fun. And then but the end with the Death Eaters and um Snape and all that shit. It wasn't bad. Um uh, let's see. So that beginning part, give that a rating like the beginning half of that um I give it like a 6 and then the ending part with everything with um them looking for the whole horcruxes and shit. Uh, mm-hmm. I would give that an eight. So, mm-hmm. 
balance those two out, I'll probably give it a it's probably a, a seven. Seven. So <laughs> most I won't say all. <clears throat> I would say yeah, let's let's keep it a good little number. I would say about seventy-five percent of the main because there's multiple there's little side plots and everything going on but for the main plot itself i would say about 75 percent that shit sucks <laughs> this plot is weak as fuck in this movie the main thing that kept me going with this movie when i was starting to get bored or just not giving a fuck is i like all the side stories side stories are way better than the main story watching your boy ron trying he just fighting off the punani <laughs> Watching, watching Harry Potter trying to figure out a bunch of goofy shit and watching him trying to get down with the fire crotch and all that shit. All that stuff is entertaining. And then all the various little fuckery going on. But the stuff with like Draco and the closet and all like that shit, nah, nah, blah, I was, you know what? That shit is a, a two-pack of ass. Didn't care for it. Now, when they started doing horcruxes and everything and Harry Potter started doing motherfucking shotgun blasts with the wand, I'm like, all right, now we talking. Let's mm-hmm. get this shit popping. And then like the end where he's in the fucking cave of wonders trying to drink potions and all that type of shit. Like all that stuff was cool. I like that stuff. So I guess I agree with Anita a little bit about what well, she said. She didn't have to like to be. I liked the stuff in the beginning that didn't have to, the main plot involved. The love mm-hmm. story and all that type of stuff like that. But Goblet of Fire is still the best one in my opinion. To me anyway, that's still the best one. But mm-hmm. I'm between two numbers for this one. And I'm trying to think of how entertained I was by the side stories. And I think... I think I'm gonna be with. I think I'm gonna give it a seven. We gonna Yay. all be in agreement about a seven because I was thinking about. It. I was like, I gave the first one a six, two a four, and three a six, and then four got an eight, and it's been all seven since then. I think I still do like this better than the first three movies. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's keeping that steady seven level. But if it wasn't for like the stuff with like little goofy love story and all that, this would probably easily been like a five or a six for the main yeah. plot. And the main plot is not great until near damn near the end of the movie. But everything else carried the weight for it and so i can give it it's a it's a very slight seven like if we did half stepping it'd probably be a 6.5 right but we ain't no ain't no half stepping here as i listen to big daddy kane growing up god damn it so we do whole numbers here and i give it a seven i like the barely it was a seven. shot too the, you know the, yeah the cinematography was cool it was a different couple of times i was looking at the shots like y'all like that shot mm-hmm. but it was times where i'm like the editor is losing his fucking mind right now with some of these choppy ass edits he's doing mm-hmm but that's just me, you know, it's in bullshit. Like, the plot was like so fucking uh, like dumped on in this movie in here. It's just like trying to throw everything to the wall at once. Want to get Voldemort's backstory. Want to get, want to tell us about all the whole cruxes and shit all in, all in one fell swoop. You know, you say that and I agree with you. But at the same time, I'm going to be, I'm going to say what I usually say. And it's probably becoming an old record by now. But you definitely could have cut some minutes out of this movie. It was definitely a couple scenes you could have cut out of the motherfucking movie, man, a little bit shorter. It cut out from that big, the big thick ass book it was. And you could have cut out even more. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe the book with the detail is better. I'm sure it is. But as far as this movie is concerned, there was definitely a scene or two you could have got rid of. Like, you could easily could have, like, the shit with the spider, fuck that spider. That was, you could, that, was, like, that was a good, like, three minutes that you could have cut right there. Alone. It felt like this should have been a two parter. But they only could put it into one. Like if it would have invested making it into a two part movie, it probably would have been better. Yeah. Than if you tried to just cram it all into one. I'm looking something yeah. up real quick because I got to see dates before I make this statement. I got to make sure I'm accurate first. When did this come out? That was okay. Yep, that makes sense. Part, and then the last movie could have been just a three hour epic. Basically, how how it's going to start feeling by the end. 
I was looking it up, and let me look up that too before I make this statement. Let me look this up again. I'm interested to see if you're going to pull the movie that was brought up in the trivia. Okay, and it was 2014. So I was looking at it, I'm like, because I thought the same thing. I was like, as big as these motherfucking books, I was probably they didn't do a two-parter. But... This movie was released before Twilight and The Hunger Games yeah. did their little two-parters. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense now. Because I don't know of the three movies which came first. I'm sure she probably know what her trivia They pushed back the release on this one because of Twilight. The it was supposed to one. come out. Uh-huh. I oh. think it's supposed to come out like late November 2008. And they pushed it back to July of 2009 because of Twilight. They didn't want it to overlap. That's smart because they were two big franchises. You'd have, yeah. I mean, or they could have just went to go see both movies, you know, whatever. Yeah, but they don't want the competition. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Same mean, Harry Potter was scared of Twilight. It's basically what she just said. <laughs> Twilight fans is like, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk that shit. But nah, yeah, I was like, I could see like if, if they were like, oh, we did part one and part two. And then, oh, Hunger Games, we did part one and part two. Everybody was like, you know what? Let's do part one and part two, too. Why the fuck not? Everybody else is doing it. That's the kick nowadays. But yeah, I don't know much about the plot of the book. But I know if this is the plot, I wouldn't want this put into two movies. Maybe it would have been better if they had time to breathe on some shit. But as far as I'm concerned, they could actually cut this down shorter. I think you're missing a lot. Like, I feel like the book, which I've never read. But hey. I feel like the book probably had a lot more, like, Tom Riddle, like, backstory yeah. into his life his history that you're just missing that mm. would have been that would have been interesting yeah if they had time to develop like to watch him go through his time at hogwarts and be a badass kid like mm-hmm. would have been interesting yeah i could see that if it wasn't two parts they had time to breathe you could but as far as like the way this is made no. though, like you could have cut a lot of this shit out this could have just been dialogue or something yeah but yeah nah it's three sevens we hit a jackpot apparently with this one Way to have fun trivia for you. What's up? What do you mean? Okay. Uh, this is Daniel Radcliffe's least favorite own performance in the franchise. Wow. Stating in an interview in 2014 that he was just not very good in it and calling it hard to watch. Ooh. He also revealed that he was struggling with alcohol at the time of filming mm. and um, can tell in certain scenes that he was intoxicated. Man. Yeah. You can just... The lights were on and he wasn't really there. I couldn't few- tell. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't either. I don't get it. But I've heard him. I've watched all the bonus features on this. Um, and I've heard him say that before. Mm. Um, because of the day that we were recording this, Voldemort was born on New Year's Eve in Ooh. 1926. There we go. He's the old fuck. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh, the only Harry Potter movie uh, to be Oscar nominated for a best cinematography. Sorry, you were just talking about you like the way it looked. Um, yeah, from that cave scene on, I love the way this is shot. Um, in this movie, Lavender Brown is portrayed by Jessie Cave, uh, a white actress. However, in the previous movies, Lavender was portrayed as a black actress, Catherine McCoy. Ghoulie? You sons of bitches. <laughs> you just couldn't have Ron and Harry be down with the swirl. You're like, no, you only get one. You know, he would have been G- with the white girl in the end. You still couldn't even give him that couple of scenes <laughs> with the black girl. You sons of bitches. I could Ron totally Harry- see Ron with a black girl. You could have if they weren't cowards. Could have Ron, Harry, and Jitty be down with the swirl. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot about her, too. That's right. Hermione, the only one that ain't fuck with no black people. <laughs> What's up with that, Hermione? <laughs> You ain't got no love Damn. for the brothers? All right, I'll see all there. All right. Yeah, so silly. Put her out uh, on Fresh Street like that. Yeah, right. You know, it's some, it's some blurs out there for you. 
Oh, babe, you'll like this one. Okay. Uh, Dumbledore's fall from the tower filled Alan Rickman with nostalgic glee <laughs> as it harkened back to his first hit, Die Hard, in 1988, where he, where his character fell out of a tall building. Mm-hmm. And Rickman felt at least he was on the other end of this film. Yeah, I ain't got to get thrown off this time on a two count. <laughs> and Dumbledore wasn't 150 years old at the time of this movie. He was 115. Oh, darn. All right. Well, speaking of black folks, I got some black history flashcards for that ass from the Urban Intellectuals. Volume 5, all about Afro, Latino, and Caribbean. And today I'm going to tell you about Nicolette Bethel, who she was born in 1963. And guess what? She's still here, folks. She's born in the Bahamas and she's an educator and author and anthropologist. I just said that, so I'm not repeating that. After repeating her PhD in social anthropology from the University of Cambridge, she became an assistant professor of sociology at the College of the Bahamas. It's also the head of the Development of Psych- or Department of Psychology, Sociology, and Social Work. In 01, she established the Ring Play Productions Theater Company and then the Shakespeare in Paradise Theater Festival in 2009. For years, Bethel has written plays such as Power Cut and The Children's Teeth and is the editor of the, Junker, uh, the Junkanoo Festival of the Bahamas. Her collection of writings, Essays on Life, Volume 1, The First 50, was self-published in 2008. And she has a blog called Blog World, where she often publishes her writings as Nicolette Bethel. Black history for that ass. That ass. So, next week, we're doing Harry Potter. (laughs) We're just going to finish this damn series at the start of the year so we can move on to something else. What? I have no fucking idea. But we're going to figure it out. The next movie is called uh, The Deathly Hollows Part One. There we go. I'm like, I actually legit couldn't remember. So, like, please tell me. The so, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part One is two hours and 26 minutes long and came out a year after this. More about that. So, Harry Potter fans, I got you. Don't worry. We're not even going to skip and do something else. I'm going to do another goddamn Harry Potter movie next week. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll make y'all wait for Part Two. <laughs> no. Yes. But no, we'll get to it. So on that note, Chris, let me know where they can find you out online if they want to come holler at you. You can find me on X. X. At uh, Chris Cross 0018. You can find me on Facebook at Chris Smith. You can find me on Instagram and threads, both at CSmith0018. Mm. Anita is out there. Like the truth, you shall seek it. And <laughs> if you want to follow the home video hustle or me on all the social media apps you can do so on twitter or x x at capital h capital v capital h capital p lowercase i cast hvh podcast on x and we're on x. instagram at home video hustle podcast facebook at home video hustle youtube at home video hustle and you can help support the show and make us watch movies and all that good stuff over at patreon.com slash home video hustle we got three tiers one dollar tier three dollar tier Whatever the fuck you want to give us tier. And with those, you get bonus episodes. You get full video recordings of the podcast that are unedited. So you can see all the shit that I end up chopping out of episodes every week for pacing most of the time. And the fun part. $1 patrons, you can make us watch any movie of your choice once. $3 patrons, you can make us watch any movie of your choice as long as you're a patron. We do your movie. We get everybody else's done. When we cycle back around, I come back to you for more. So that's the fun part. And after I finish Harry Potter, we're going to do a Patreon movie. And then we're going to do the Black History Month Marathon for uh, February and March because fuck you. You're not giving us just the shortest month of the year. We're taking two. And then we're going to finish Patreon after that. And then I'll be hitting y'all up, the $3 patrons anyway, about your next movies. Because everybody that was a dollar only, guess what? We love you, but you're done now. 
So we're going back to the $3 patrons and we're going to figure that shit out. And the patrons that are new, you still got time to give me your movies. And this is going to be part of the next batch. We got a couple people that ain't sent me their movies yet. So you got to do that. Don't miss your chance. I appreciate your support, but don't miss out your opportunities to make us watch some bullshit, most likely. Even though the patrons aren't really that big of assholes, usually. they do give us decent. I make, I make y'all watch more bullshit than they do. So, even though not really, I got y'all watching Harry Potter. Y'all lucky. PJ didn't have it this nice. But don't worry, folks. Those times will be coming. Don't worry. Um, I think on that note, I don't think I got much else going on. Like I said, next week, episode 332 will be Harry Potter. I just got one more thing left to say. I'm Brent. Chris. Anita. It's back, folks. Ain't done this in a while. There it is. I was waiting on somebody to do it for me, damn it. <laughs> DJs, DJs, DJs. They need to be leaving me hanging. I really do. That's all right, though. I don't like taking PJ's place. I like to let Well, you're not taking live. PJ's place. You're keeping the spirit no, of PJ alive. I like to let his memory live. Well, that's how for- you... The only you, the memory of the person is only gone when they're oh, not remembered. True. Like you got to keep them alive. Well, I talk about my grandma all the time. Damn it! So on that note, have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great rest of whatever the fuck day you listen to this on. How do you feel about the Half Blood Prince? Do you feel like this is a weaker installment, like Anita did, and like I said too? Do you th- agree with me that the main story is weak, but the side stories aren't? Are you hyped for the Deathly Hallows? Do you think the first one is boring, like Chris is making it out to be? I want to know, like Joe. So come tell me on Twitter or Instagram or wherever the fuck else you want to talk to me on. Because that's what's coming up next week. And then we're going to do Definitely Hallows Part 2. And then a Patreon pick. I don't know which one yet. I'm going to look at the list and figure it out. I think I know which one I might do. Because like I said, y'all going to watch some garbage. There's some garbage on there. Oh, and I don't know if it's out yet. But just in case it is, uh, me and Anita, or Anita and I, let's use proper grammar. <laughs> we're on the Everything I Learned from Movies podcast with Steve talking about Highlander 3. And it was the first time Anita watched any Highlander movie, and she watched Highlander 3. Oh, 3. Yeah. You chose. It could have been worse. It could have been Highlander The Source, the fifth one. I've, I don't I've even like seen. that one. <laughs> so you never <laughs> seen it? Mm-mm. You're lucky. Don't watch it. Unless you have to. <laughs> so, fuck it. Peace. 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 You're not going to do your thing. There you go.